There is a thin divide between what is perceived as spiritual and what is perceived as paranormal, for they are forever intertwined throughout time. Traveling within the history of the world, we can find examples of spirituality that involves everything from magic, spirits, gods and goddesses, seers, or people said to be able to talk to the dead, to the great beyond. We all have our belief systems, we all have our own truths, so let us possibly bend those truths a bit with some insights and perspectives that may be different than yours or even give validation for what you see as true. Come sit with myself and the best of the best in the research, teaching, discovery, and practitioners of the day. My name is Bear Medicine Walker, and I welcome you to Spiritually Paranormal. Well, good day, all, and welcome uh, today to another uh, episode or show of Spiritually Paranormal. And today, I have with me somebody that I greatly respect, and that is uh, physical medium John Blackburn from the uh, UK. And uh, he also has a new concept that he's working on with his team over in the UK called Physical Earth. And today's going to be a little bit different because last week, John and I were supposed to talk on a live stream, and uh, for whatever reason, and I still say it's because of spirit interference, <laughs> and I'll stick to that, uh, we didn't get a chance to do that. So John's actually going to be also asking me some questions today. So I want to welcome uh, to our studios today, Mr. John Blackburn. Welcome, sir. Good day, all. Good evening, wherever you are. Hi, Bear. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I am um, so tickled to have you here and actually um, be able to hear you and talk with you for a while. Uh, And uh, I'm going to let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself And I do have one question after you do that. And then I'm going to turn the mic over to you. And you you can roll with it how you wanted to roll with it over on uh, the live stream, if that's okay. That's fine, yeah. And I'm tickled to be here as well. (laughs) So thank you very much. All right. Well, tell everybody a little bit about who you are. I mean, I know who you are. I adore you and have been following you for quite a while. So tell everybody a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Okay, um, well, I thought I could sort of take you back in time a little bit, really, because okay. I have been involved in the paranormal for quite a long time now, probably about 15 years. I keep on saying 14 years, but it's probably <laughs> about 15 years. And, um, and it's um, funny enough, you know, Bear, I, I drove past my, my old house today when I was 13 years of old age, and um, I, I put it on Facebook, and... Um, and it kind of uh, it was a trip down memory lane for me because that's what that was my first paranormal experience that got me kind of interested in what I do today, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I didn't really get involved until later on in life. And in in the beginnings, um, it was all about paranormal investigations um, with. Uh, private research teams and then I worked for a company and then I set up my own com- company and um, the more I started to to work with spirit like um, I've, I've sat in mediumship circle now for around about 10 years uh, with the same uh, mediumship cir- circle I've been to different ones but the one uh, the, the one that I'm at now is just pure mediumship uh, t- uh, te- techniques mm-hmm. and the more I've gone down the road of, of working with spirit is that the more I realize that um, I'm more of a physical medium than I am um, a spiritual medium, really, if you like, um, mm-hmm. because it's the way I enjoy to work. Um, and I like to do things di- differently as well. 
Um, I'm not being rude to anybody else saying that, you know, no, nobody else is different, but it's it's just for me, you know, you know, that mm-hmm. I try, try to work that way. Well, you know, one of the things that um, I know, and it's especially over on Facebook and everything, um, and I know Maxine, hello, Maxine, wherever you are, I hope resting and listening uh, and chilling. Uh, <laughs> um, I, you're referred to as a physical medium. Yeah. Is there a difference between that? I mean, because a lot of things are different over here in the U.S. and termage is different. And, you know, I always say I don't care for labels, but I notice a, a lot of times they call you the physical medium. What does what does that refer to? Yeah, well, let's say, you know, are you sentient, clairvoyant or cognizant? What's your... Kind of all three. <laughs> yeah, I see, I hear, and you yeah. know, yeah. I, I, I kind of knew you'd say that, really. Um, <laughs> because a lot, a lot of uh, good people like yourself are, to be honest, they've got all, all the five senses, really. For me, um, I'm, I started off sentient, and then I'm kind of border, borderline clairvoyant, but like I say, I enjoy working the physical mediumship more. And the reason being is, let me just go for the reason being why I do. And like I say, I'm not, this isn't offense to anybody else. It, it, it's, it's about me. And say if I said to somebody on like an investigation some, somewhere, because like I do do events. Say if I said to somebody, well, I can see a young, young girl over there, you know, she's about 12. She's dressed in old Victorian clothes. And if the people in the room, well, there's two things. The, pe- the people in the room themselves, uh, if, if they're not uh, se- sensitive in any way, if, if they're not em- empaths, if you like, then they're not going to see that, are they? Because it's inside my head. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so I thought to myself, well, I prefer to work where I can show people things and, and um, they can feel the the energy that that I work with because at the end of the day that's what we do isn't it as yeah. mediums you know I deem the paranormal as the manipulation of spirit, spiritual energy really isn't it yeah you know Absolutely. when I say um, manipulation don't say that in the wrong term but we we do don't we 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 encourage a response and. What I've done over the years is, um, say like if I'm working with a, a group on, on an event at a haunted location somewhere, there's a number of things I'll do. And one thing is transfiguration, because that's pure physical me- mediumship, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if, if your listeners don't really understand what transfiguration is, basically, we've all got an auric field, okay? And... You know, uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners out there know that. And the way transfiguration works is that you're allowing spirit to actually form their image by using your auric field. So it's not actually your face that's changing the shape or changing fe- features. It's actual spirit putting it uh, likeness on your auric field. Is that the way that you understand it, Beth? Yes, and and over here, um, when I've allowed that to happen, they usually call that here in the States channeling, a physical channeling. So, yeah, yeah, I've had people sit in front of me and say, oh, man, that's not you sitting in front of me. That kind of scared me. So, yeah, I I totally understand that. And that's the path I'm going down, really. And also I've developed um, equipment myself along the way. Um, one of them is called a conduction rope, which is uh, a lot of people do tend, tend to like. And basically, it's a 15-foot rope. Um, it's made out of copper. And, mm-hmm. um, and it moves to responses. So, And the way I do that is I, I get people holding the rope. And we can get responses from spirit. So from like, you know, say if I wanted this, uh, a spirit who, were, who we were con- connected with and... I could, for instance, ask them to lift the rope higher for a yes response or down to the floor for a no response. And, and, and that type of thing, really. And uh, it's, 
and, and, and I find, you know, working with these tools like a conduction rope, it's not something that just happens. You know, you, you have to work with it a long time. And I worked with it for about two years before I got any response. And um, I've, I've been working with it for about probably about 10 years now. And I would say nine times out of 10, it works. You know, it, the rope does move. The rope does pull, pull people um, from one side. Of, of the room to another I've, I've done events where I've had say say you've got a 20 foot room um, I've had people on one side of the room with a conduction rope and, I, and I've got the rope pull across the room to me that's, that's really interesting that's really interesting well I love working with copper anyway so copper yeah. is such an easy conductor um, I've yeah. found over the years so that that's that's an awesome I'd really like to sit and watch that work with you. Yeah, of course. I mean, hopefully one day when you come to the UK, we will. We'll yeah, okay. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, I've been trying to get over there for a while. People have wanted me over there, and uh, this situation isn't allowed yet. But I will. One day I will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's um, – well, you know, you think about it, too. You know, I was watching um, – a show today earlier today i was eating lunch and uh watching and it was called reverie and it's a new show over here uh and i don't know if you guys have it or not it's just it's a regular tv show Mm -hmm. but it was an interesting concept as to the fact of what the mind can create like where we can go with our minds and Mm. if we seriously stop and think about how much we really don't know about the human brain yeah, I agree, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, like you were saying, you know, I can see them in my head, too. I mean, I often see spirit in my head. I often dream walk I have since I was a child. And, you know, I can go to a safe space and create that safe space or that environment to go and speak with them, especially when they're really bossy and they want to communicate something to somebody and I'm just not getting it or not really wanting to deal with it while I'm awake. So it's like amazing what our minds can uh, and our brains can come up with, especially when we practice um, our oh, crafts. Yeah, yeah indeed. Uh, I quite I quite agree. Um, but um, I do find, you know, the physical mediumship time, uh, thing, uh, sorry, the physical mediumship side, it takes time. Um, and it takes time to, to get, the things that you want to work to get that connection. Yeah, it's to not, master it, yeah. It's not just something that happens overnight, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 like anything. You know, if you're going to be yeah. good at it, you got to keep using it and working it and perfecting it and connecting to it. You know, um, I don't know about you, but if I uh, don't do readings for a while or like I shut all that off. It takes me a while to get back in that groove again. But man, once you're in that groove, it's like boom, 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 boom. I also find, and and I don't know if you found this, but um, I would imagine you have, when you're around people that also have gifts, the intensity of the communication that you can get or the responses that you can get is heightened. Have you oh, found yeah. that or no? Yeah, indeed. I, I totally agree. And as well, Bear, I love working with ladies at the end of the day because <laughs> la- <laughs> all for the right reasons. Um, <laughs> ladies' um, energies are amazing. And, you know, compared to men, and I'm not being rude to men, you know, it, if you get men and ladies together, it's a nice mix. But if you get ladies together, it's the the actual energy itself is so strong. I think it's kind of, well, I carry both male, female energy, and uh, but I find when I'm around the women um, that have incredible gifts, the energy is so intense, it feels like you're hardwired right into spirit. Like there's nothing dividing us. There's yeah. no dimensional wall. There's no, and I think sometimes, I, and again, not insulting men, obviously, but I think sometimes it's because women um, trust it more. They trust that um, camaraderie, that uh, message, that ability more when they're in a group, and it just—it's really super strong, super strong. Well, you've got to go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't agree in what you just said, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm going to ask you now, and then you get to question me. Um, 
is you've got uh, physical earth going on. Uh, yeah. And I've seen some of the amazing footage that have been put out as teasers uh, that Michael has put out and we've actually connected and he got with me yesterday and we were kind of yakking back and forth on, um, through, um, messenger. And, uh, I, I'm just floored. I'm, I'm anticipating. I can't wait to see the full thing done, you know, and I know you'll be going on to more and more, but tell everybody a little bit about that. Okay, it takes me back to my childhood again, really, to be honest with you. And, uh, well, I think in the 1980s, uh, roughly about 1980s, there was a TV show on, and I don't know if it was in America or not, but it was called The Mysterious World of Arthur C. Clarke. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, The Mysterious World of Arthur C. Clarke. Um, Arthur C. Clarke was the inventor of the Saturn satellite, you know, the first one. <clears throat> and uh, basically... Um, he um, he obviously made loads of money, I guess, and then he, he went off on his own to do the mysterious world of Arthur C. Clarke. And basically, he went all over the world to find out about UFOs, from ghosts, spirits, to you know, werewolves, to vampires, to everything, really. And physical Earth, is, I wanted it to be a bit like that, you know, a bit like, a bit about not just about ghosts and spirit, but about the the unknown itself. And what we're actually doing is we're combining um, adventure with physical mediumship, if you like. And um, it's going to be like, um, as you can probably see by the clips, it's going to be part type of documentary style, and then the back end of it, we do do like an investigation. And uh, we'll be interviewing guests as well. We'll be interviewing people who's had experiences as well. We haven't on the first two, but uh, future episodes we, we will be doing. Um, we've gotten a few few lined up. And um, the most interesting one, actually, and it goes on about physical mediumship again, and I got absolutely slated for this there. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of love uh, when that happens. <laughs> Um, it was at Rendlesham Forest. Did, did you see the Rendlesham Forest clip? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Well, what what I said was that the the only reason why I said it is because I wanted to prove that I could do it again, and that we could capture the evidence to prove that I've done it. And basically, myself, Maxine, uh, a gentleman called Bill Smith, who's a good friend of mine. And uh, who else was there as well? Oh, there was, anyway, there's about five people there all together in, in Mendelssohn Forest. Mm. And we were holding hands, you know, like um, an energy cir- circle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yep. And I started to uh, uh, channel and to transfigure. And you know Mendelssohn Forest is like called Great Britain's uh, Roswell yeah. because of the UFO. Yes, yes. Uh, Maxine very soon let let go of my hand because she saw my face change into a grey. You know, your typical grey grey alien. Yeah, yeah. So that freaked out Maxine. Um, Another gentleman there uh, called Michael Hubbard. Uh, Mm -hmm. He wouldn't open his eyes. He said, I'm not opening my eyes. I'm not opening my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Because he said, the interesting thing is that he said he could actually see it with his eyes, but also when he closed his eyes, he could see it in his head. Oh, that's really interesting. So the yeah. question would be, did you open his consciousness or yeah. it, was he connecting with something? So that's really interesting. So ba- basically what I decided to do is I wanted to prove to myself, it was about what I wanted to prove to myself really, that I could do it again. So I thought to myself, do you know what, I'll do some radio interviews. Um, I'll put it out on everywhere that I'm going to go to Anderson Forest and I'm going to do an experiment where I'm going to transfigure into your typical grey. And, you know, adding the facial features, not the mm-hmm, body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and the, the sub, well, not that well, quite, quite a few of the UFO community kicked, kicked off. So, <laughs> 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 So anyway, I thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not particularly bothered before, you know, not, things like that don't, don't, 
really bother me anymore because do you know Bear, if you if it's like you know you've got to push the boundaries we always say that you've got to push the boundaries and you and you've got to do it for you haven't you it doesn't matter what yeah. anybody else says yes absolutely so anyway um so yeah we went to Venice forest a few months ago now and um that not long about six weeks ago now and um and we did the experiment michael fil- filmed it uh, michael thinks he's caught the transfiguration process on film Oh, that'll uh, be exciting. I don't know what... You can't see yourself, can you? I don't know what no. transformation process is. I won't tell you too much about it because it'll spoil it. Um, there was one lady there you'll see on the film, um, and she said that... Well, you'll see it on the film itself. She said that she saw um, an alien space inside her mind, and it, it was your typical grey again. Um, and it was kind of, yeah, it was a weird, weird, freaky night. <laughs> well, you were, you guys were talking a little bit, and I remember hearing, I don't know if it was one of your live streams that I was listening to, or you had written something now, because, you know, my brain doesn't work that far back, but <laughs> um, you guys were talking about how the trees were bent and how they grow. Oh, no, that's, that's Hoya Batu in, on the borders of Romania. Um, oh, okay. All right. I thought maybe that had something to do with the greys. No, but th- this is where we want to go next. This, well, we got it planned taking physical earth to, to Romania next year. Okay. Uh, and this is at Hoya Batu. So we, we, th- this again is a big um, UFO um, place, really, where a lot of UFOs have been seen. Um, well, we, have the trees. we have trees like that here in Michigan, really? up, especially up in the north. Uh, where I live and it'll be like certain areas and it's weird because there's nothing around these trees and I've actually over the years I've seen them and like if I've been driving and I've had my daughter or whoever was with me I go look at these trees it's just like kind of an unnatural thing and especially around um, where we obviously have a lot of sightings it's closed now but we used to have an old air force base here for years and it was huge. And I often wondered if it had something to do with that, because it would be like not at the base. It would be like away from the base, out in the middle of the woods. And all these trees would line up, and actually they were grown. They grow like one way, like they curve. It's a very unnatural thing to view and see i have to take some pictures go for a ride and take some pictures for you um yeah. and i knew that you had mentioned that and I, I it makes me wonder well i don't wonder because i know they're around i've i had i've had them around the house here at the lake um over the years so i've seen things that cannot be explained that um the cops couldn't explain that the military on the other side of the state couldn't explain um so i know they're around everywhere but it just kind of intrigues me a bit to see if these trees or the growth of these trees have like where they come back over and over again you know yeah it sounds very similar to how about you because the trunks all bend in the middle and like yeah. I mean, they bend really weird and they're all going the same same way yeah it's like a what like if you were looking at a um model railroad and people had lined like part of the tracks with trees and they bent them all the same way and they kind of like form almost like a tunnel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. So and, it, and it's not a nat- natural thing for a tree to do, is it? I mean No. Do you know what I mean? They don't all grow the same way, do they? It's, it's, no. Um so the uh, you know, I've I've done the spirit side, you know, I've done all the paranormal spiritual side of things. And I want to try and get more into the interdimensional beings. So, you know, we, again, we're talking back, back to UFOs again, really. And, and uh, you know, pe- and people say that even Bigfoots are inter- interdimensional as well, aren't they? Yeah, I call them the star people. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm sure over the years, I would imagine that you've heard them and connected with them. Um, some people call them the star seeds. The native community uh, definitely believes in them. 
and um, you know, there's been stories about them over here for eons, centuries. So, I mean, there's got to be truth to them. I, I would think that as humans, we'd be pretty ignorant to think we're the only, <laughs> well, like forms of life that are anywhere in the universe. So, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, we're gonna. T- I can't believe a half hour almost has gone by, but it has. So we're gonna take a quick little break. I'm gonna let you, uh, you know, drink some hot tea or some water or whatever you need, and we'll be right back here on Spiritually Paranormal. And then I'm gonna hand the microphone and the seat, the interview seat, over to um, uh, Mr. John Blackburn. So we'll be right back in a few minutes. And right now I'm going to play a little bit from a good friend of mine who's passed and uh, I miss uh, a lot. And that's Johnny Bassett, okay, with Georgia. The whole, the whole day through Just an old sweet song, yeah Keeps Georgia on my mind Georgia on my mind Out of Georgia Still in 
they want something real. I think like um, faith-based period, like whether it's religion or whatever, um, has kind of fallen aside because the man got involved with it and kind of has discouraged people from it. So people are looking for something real, and I think that's why they turn to the American Indian or Native culture. Even, you know, if you call it Aboriginal all around the world, you know, um, getting it out. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does indeed. So is he is he still medicine men and medicine women still practicing? Um, yes. Uh, you know, they don't take signs out and put them out. Um, um, there's been a rise in the past, I'd say, probably since 2000, in people that practice uh, as far as medicine men, medicine women. Um, and the funny thing is, and I actually um, said something this couple weeks back I, I don't know if I posted it or what but people think the word shaman relates mm-hmm. to Native American and it doesn't right. shaman is basically and it's actually I think from Romania if I'm not mistaken the beginnings of the word and it just basically means people who see or can communicate with spirit so yeah. you're a shaman you know mm-hmm. um, medicine men medicine women in a traditional sense, you really have to look hard and far to find them mm-hmm. um, unless you're living in a tribal community where it's like you're living near a res or, you know, it's like generations of family. And that's usually how it's handed down um, to tribal members or clan members. So they're out there. Um, and there are still many that practice the old ways, um, but a lot of the arts have been lost, um, and the knowledge. So yes and no, you know. Yeah, it's the because um, isn't it that the Native American magic side of things is supposed to be very very powerful? Like um, the um, eagles are supposed to be considered say say sacred animals in particular powerful aren't they and within the, the Native American American eagles are one of the most highly regarded birds of prey and the reason is we feel that they are they carry our spirits um, they can carry the spirits of the dead to creator God they carry our prayers uh, upon their wings they're the closest a bird that can reach the face and touch the face of creator God. That's kind of like one of our beliefs, you know, um, ravens are, um, highly, uh, um, thought of as well. Um, they're the magical ones. Um, they're the ones, the shifters, they're the ones that can go through dimensions. They're the messengers. They're, um, they're not bad omens, you know. People often think that ravens are. I mean, they can be, obviously, but they they don't have to be. You know, they're they're the bringers of messages. You know, um, and usually it's our ancestors or the spirit world that is trying to get a message, and we're not paying attention. So I know at least the ones around by me, they'll come and they'll sit on my house in flocks and just scream at me until I go out and say, "Okay, shut up! What the heck?" Okay. Um, so yeah, they do communicate. Um, hawks are similar. Hawks are a matter of honor. Um, owls, depending on where in, uh, the tribes or even really the world, the Aboriginal, um, community around the world, uh, it depends on who you talk to. Some of them fear owls. Um, they fear them because they see, they can, they can say they can see through to your soul and steal your soul's energy as well as bringers of death. Um, you know, just bad stuff. They're bad omens. Personally, I find them magical. Um, I have dealt with them over the years. Um, wild ones where I lived on my last property that I lived on, I had 10 acres and we had great horned owls there and um, they would come down at night and I had interactions with them up close and personal a few times and I don't fear them. Mm. I do believe they're messengers. Um, 
from our ancestors or our departed. Um, I also believe they're connected to a higher power, and my belief is to Creator God or our guardians. So they're bringing us messages so that we can make proper choices. And as you well know, we're all born with the ability to uh, the ability of choice. So we can make a bad choice or we can make a good choice, but I believe that owls bring us messages so that we're able to be well-informed before we move into or through something. Oh, interesting. So about, oh God, quite a few years ago now, I'm sure, I'm sure my age, probably about 10. <laughs> no, no, well, longer than that, a long time ago. I've read this book called The uh, Manitou, and they, they did make a film of it, and and the film was just a mess it really was but but like the book itself was really interesting and it was about basically medicine men and medicine women they had extremely powerful gifts and one of them was to be reborn into another person and at the time I thought wow this is mad but then I was reading the book and I thought I wonder if there's a case of anything that has happened of that na- nature where they've suspected some, something like that. So say like a, a powerful medicine man from, from like many years ago, um, maybe he took ill and he was able to manifest himself and be, be reborn. And the way it actually happened in the book is that, um, say it, it was on this man's back and he, he got uh, like a boil in his back and then it ended up de- developing into a feet, mm, feet, fetus so mm-hmm. how much of this is rubbish and how much of this is is it, is it just pure pure um hollywood stuff or well that's hollywood but <laughs> they <laughs> they do believe in um reincarnation yeah um they do believe in shape-shifting uh shape-shifting is um part of the medicine of of various tribes um, it's also regarded as very sacred. Um, you'll find that many of the old native uh, community is very secretive. They don't like to share uh, that kind of knowledge. Um, but I can tell you through our lore, through tribal records of history, where history is verbally given and passed down from generation to generation, reincarnation you know as much as as much as much as a fact within the native community as it is without in with you know on the outside of it um so yeah it's powerful magic um shape-shifting um is used it's kind of been used for um you know, getting through to people that aren't doing good to you, to see things through other people's eyes, to look into healing uh, methods, um, you know, um, shape-shifting into a creature such as an owl or an eagle, um, and then you show up on someone's doorstep and they knew you were coming because they saw you through yeah. other eyes. So, yeah, um you know again reincarnation yeah you know growing off of somebody no coming in as another person's child the next couple generations yes there have been stories of that right interesting so on that note what's the most strangest thing you've ever seen yourself in yeah anything not um Native American connection. Mm, I can't really say strange um, because, I, you know, if I go back to like when I first was really developing my gifts, like after I was a kid, um, I got to learn what dark spirits were, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it was Kaz Rooney that put up the other day in her group about dark entities and you know, our shadow people, are they real? Are they not? Um, I think it's all how our brain perceives things. I sometimes think that spirit comes through and we see them out of the corner of our eye as shadows or what have you. But this particular thing 
resonated so strongly with me, and it's something I won't ever forget. Um, I was probably, I want to say, maybe 12, and I had Barrett show up in my home, and one was uh, a woman who came through. She was an older woman, but she came through as shadows. Um, The other two were not shadows, but they were speaking to her, so she had a lot of negativity and negative energy with her, and she tried to choke me. She came, they came back several times, several days in a row in a period of a week, and she literally tried to choke me. So um, that was probably the scariest thing I've ever had. The most amazing thing I've ever seen is when a soul travels up and out of the body and transitions. And um, I've seen that several times, and I've seen... It with my mother, who was very much at peace and ready to go, and I had a white owl come into the room, uh, visionary, um, but I was sitting with her, and it took her soul and the whole room filled with pink and golden light, and um, she passed. So, um, you know, I've seen so many amazing things. Um, I don't get scared very easy. And I I don't know if you've come up against, you know, negative energies, um, what people call as demons. Um, There are certain names for the very old ones that have been around for centuries and centuries. uh, And I've come up against um, two different ones over my lifetime. And I've uh, worked with elders to rid my clients uh, of them. And I don't ever want to see that again. That would be something that would scare the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's like you said. You know, the the more you work with spirit, the the more it's very hard to get scared, isn't it? In fact, it's more exciting, really, isn't it? Because you because you there's <laughs> always new new things. Yeah, what you do and your heart and soul are in the same type of a place as mine is. Um, you know, um, I'm of course curious, and I I love finding out new things and new answers, but my purpose here as creator God and the ancestors have made no uncertain terms because they've picked me up by the scruff of my neck and placed me back on the path many times. And now I'm not going to ever walk off of it again because I don't want to go through what it is. They take a proverbial two by four and kind of clear it. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be here to help and assist other people. I'm supposed to be here to connect people that need to be connected for whatever reason, you know, in positives. So um, it's kind of what we do. It's kind of who we are at our cores. And I believe that with you. I look at you and that's all I see. I see your soul's energy and I know where your base is, you know. I feel very good. I feel very comfortable. It's like we've known each other for eons. That's my new word. Yes. A nice con- uh, connection that we've got. Now, the other thing, and I really don't mind if you don't want to do it, okay, is because I've got you here and now, I have, I would love you to give me a five-minute reading about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> did you hear what I did with Anand last week? She had me on her show or two weeks ago. She yeah. had me off into Neverland. I was like, are you serious right now? And she says, yeah. And she asked me a question, and I was like, I don't even remember. I think we talked for like two hours. I have no clue. So, yeah, I can I can do that for you. Oh, How about you. if I do this? <coughs> I'm going to, um, and some of the people that are actually listening to the show are going to be jumping for joy because the new decks just came in, and they're going to be being shipped out. So I am going to, I will, you, you will baptize this first deck, my first new deck, because I've added things to it, and I'm going to do a seventh card pull, and then we'll go from there, and I will let you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Ha, 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 ha can't make this up. Oh my God. I wish I was taping this on video. Can't make this up. The card that came up is the bear. (laughs) And I'll take a picture and show you the card later. Yeah. Um, Okay. So the, the bear, um, 
comes for you. This is about a time of new uh, uh, beginnings, but it's also a time of endings. So it's a time to make things um, more like uh, complete, you know, complete the projects that need to be done so you can get rid of them and put them behind you. Um, it's also a time of taking um, to task, looking at your circle, uh, your sacred circle. And what I mean by your sacred circle is that's your life circle. Okay, so you have the inside of it and you have on just on the outside of it. And this is basically your core is always been strong. Lately, I mean, like I would say the past two, three years is what they're showing me. And just on the outside, you've had some new people coming in, coming out, coming in and coming out. And it's time to kind of weed through them. And there's a couple more people that you probably need to bring into that inner circle for new things that will be starting. Okay, now this is also a time of autumn. So this is a time for the harvest. So it's also time for you to be bringing in um all the good things you know to take in what this the things that you've sown out there the things that you've done and accomplished and you know you're proud of those things and bring them and again tie up the loose ends clean the field so to speak to make way for new things that will be coming in and entering in and you have time to do that and i'm being told that you'll actually have till the end of nope nope i take it back till the second week of november and then um you have all that time to kind Kind of wrap it up, clean it out, you know, go through the closets, make room for new, get rid of the old, and you definitely have to take time to do this, okay? Um, Not to be trivial about things. You really need to kind of take a hard look at a couple things because there's a couple things that you've been kind of putting on the back burner like, oh, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Oh, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Well, today is tomorrow, okay? So you need to take care of that. Now, I'm seeing also through the winter months, there's going to be um, some downtime, but that's not a negative. Um, It's going to be time to really fine-tune these new projects that are coming into uh, fruition. They're beginning right now. Uh, but they're not really being deeply seated until all the old stuff is taken care of. And I'm literally seeing people like almost standing like, okay, when, uh, when I say like, uh, if you've ever seen like at a powwow and this is what I'm being shown, like at a powwow, you know, they dance in a circle. Well, a circle is never ending. It's beginning of life to end of uh, end of life to new things. Okay. So when you speak of death, it's, death of old ways, you know, the death of uh, relationships that have been in your life or projects that have been in your life, but the circle continues. So it's always ending and beginning, ending and beginning, you know, and if you look at uh, the birds and nature, they build nests, they're in circles, you know, Um, if you see turkeys when they're in a mating call, they go around in circles and stop. Okay, I mean, there's circles everywhere, you know, eggs are circles, you know, like if the salmon come upstream and they lay eggs, it's circles. So this is like um, the cycle. Okay, and you need to renew that cycle. So you need to do that cleaning because it's really super important. Now, I'm being shown again that by March. uh, Okay, March, there's going to be some really big news that's going to be coming in to affect uh, something you've been kind of sort of waiting to hear about or will be like put out there in the winter when winter begins so that by March you'll have the answer to whatever it is, whether it's travel, whether it's a project. But it's like <clears throat> a huge, huge answer you're waiting for. And who's got the cough? Who around you? like has a really bad like breathing or, and you don't have to say the name out just if you know somebody like that, it's like they're coughing. Okay. So this, yeah, (laughs) you know, this is like literally somebody that's really super close to you because I'm, I'm getting this choking feeling. And if they don't like kind of sort of mend their ways and by mending their ways, and I'm like really feeling this has to go through you sort of. So whoever this is, is related to you close to you. Um, 
they really need to get the message that their lifestyle has to change. There, there needs to be eating habits need to change. Sleeping habits need to change. Doing habits need to change. And they need to start now, not tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not for little increments, but they have to really get serious about it because <clears throat> if they don't, they're going to be extremely ill to the point of like they're not going to be able to do anything. It's going to be like completely shut down and they're going to gain back like what they could gain back now. If that makes sense? Like, okay. So like if I have a broken leg and I'm bullheaded and I'm I'm saying this because I've done this before. (laughs) Okay. When I was younger and I was like, Oh yeah, no big deal. And, I went and had surgery on it, and it's like, yeah, no big deal. And I kept walking on it, even though it was in a cast. And I kept walking, and they kept saying, no, you're supposed to rest. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to change this. You're supposed to approach this differently. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't do it. So then when I went back for the cast to be taken off, they're like, holy crap. Well, then they had to go in and do surgery because it wasn't right, because I screwed it up. And I couldn't regain how I would have been if I had listened in the first place. And this is what I'm being told for you. And it's almost like you're going to have to lay down the law with it, with whoever this is, so that it's implemented. This isn't a joke. This isn't something that can be shoved under the rug. This is really super important. And if they wait as far as March, it's, it's too late. They, they won't be able to backpedal again. Okay. It'll be too late for them to regain that big portion of health that they could have if they listened to you now. Okay. All right. So, um, travel, travel. I see different people going to be traveling. Um, like again, but you have to allow these people in your circle, um, your circle's really tight right now, but there's going to be some people that will help you to network, to um, be able to get things out in a larger way. You just have to kind of set it out there and kind of discreetly ask the people that you trust to do that, and it'll be done. And it's all about you um, allowing it to happen. Um, I'm seeing bigger ways able to come, but again, you have to believe that it can happen, but you have to allow other people to come in and assist you with it because what you can do now with the tightness that is there in this circle um, is good things. And I'm not saying it's bad, but so much more can be reached and so many more things and outcomes, positive outcomes can be reached if you, said about the networking in a different way yeah so you add to it it's it's not even getting rid of what you already have but that you add to it and approach it um and i'm being told kind of like um what you're seeing uh you're looking at it in one way and you kind of need to open that box up and kind of let things out so that it's in a fresh different perspective so you kind of have to take a couple steps back from it and approach it in a different manner yeah. Okay, how's that? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I'll sit down with you anytime. Just say, Hey, will you sit down with me and I'll make time for it? You know that. That's uh, not a big deal. But I yeah, mean, you can uh, the bear. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? No, well, that's fine. my brain is half in and half out. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, um, I better better leave me questions now because you're running out of time, I think, aren't you? How long have we got? Oh, yeah, almost. Well, I've got an hour and a half there just in case we ran out of uh, oh, the hour cool. in the middle of a thought. So I always give it 90 minutes, so that's funny. That's really funny. But see, <laughs> they pulled me back, so it's all good. Oh, well, do you have any more questions? Um, not really. I think I think you answered them all really, but but it was really interesting. So thank you very much. So over to you again now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thank you so much for uh, coming over here, and it was a privilege to have you here, and uh, love to have you come back once the once the physical Earth uh, is up and running, and everybody gets to see it. Um, and I'm so excited for you and for everybody on your team. You have an amazing team over there, yeah. and. Uh, 
Good things coming, John. Good things coming. Yeah, it should be interesting. Um, the first episode will be released very, very soon. I won't say when, but it's very, very soon. Um, I won't say when, just just in case mm, something happens. But yeah, it's very, very soon. So, and um, and then the one I spoke about before the um, the second episode that will be Reynolds from Forest, which is going to be amazing. So, so yeah. So um, I hope you, you get a chance to watch it, Bear. Well, where can we see it when they are up? <clears throat> um, it's got to be on the Physical Earth YouTube channel, and um, it's got to be shared everywhere anyway. So you you uh, you will you will see it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I uh, so so appreciate you being here today, and again, um, till next time, uh, bear out. Thank you, John. Thank you. you have back. a great day. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you for listening in today on Spiritually Paranormal as brought to you by the Wolf and the Bear Network. Many blessings of the day to you all. Music has been brought to you by Chris Faree and is available over at chrisfaree.com and iTunes. <laughs>